Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that sheds light on just one magical page of Talmud a day. As we near the end of Tractate Brachot, and after having spent months talking about every possible angle of saying and hearing blessings, today, on page 53, the rabbis ask a thorny question. Here it is. Shmuel raised a dilemma before Rav. What is the halacha with regard to answering amen after the blessings of school children? Rav said to him, One answers amen following everyone whom we hear recite a blessing, except for school children, as they recite blessings merely in order to learn them, not as expressions of thanksgiving. This applies specifically at a time when they are not fulfilling their obligation with the recitation of the blessing, but are simply learning. However, at a time when they are fulfilling their obligation through the recitation of a blessing, one answers amen after their blessing. There's a great wisdom in this short passage. Kids, the rabbis realize, aren't adults. If it took the wise rabbis more than 50 pages of Talmud just to figure out what blessing to say over which food item, for example, we could hardly expect schoolchildren to do any better. Children need time, because, as the Talmud acknowledges in today's brief but insightful passage, the learning process, any learning process, is tricky that way. First, you do something in a purely performative manner, which means that you just play-act without much understanding of what it is that you're doing. You go on doing that for days and months and years, and eventually, gradually, slowly, meaning seeps in. Think about learning to read. When you're new at it, you just sound out the letters and the words, proud to make out these symbols on the page and not too concerned about what they mean. Then, slowly, the words come together to paint a picture, and by the time you're truly fluent, there's a whole world right there waiting for you, made up of these strange little letters you could hardly decipher just a little while back. It's the same with blessings. You recite them robotically, having no clue what it is that you're saying, until, at some point, when you're mature enough and practiced enough and sufficiently well-educated in the ways of the world, you start to get the magic and the majesty of this practice of giving thanks. This is why the rabbis generously note that when the time comes when these children truly grasp the meaning of what they're saying, then, and only then, should we say, Amen. Until then, we should give them the time and the space to practice and learn, which is what children ought to do. The rest of us, sadly, aren't often as wise as the rabbis. Look at our contemporary culture, and you'll often see us turning to kids as symbols of moral, political, or artistic leadership. We're enamored with Greta Thunberg, the young Swedish teenager who's become a leading environmental activist. We look to the survivors of the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting to lead us in the fight against gun violence, and we fawn over Billie Eilish, the 18-year-old singer who went from recording in her bedroom with her brother to international superstardom in a very short period of time. Now, these young people are all amazing. They're inspiring, insightful, and dedicated but here's the thing, they're all still children. We owe them something much more substantive than just our applause. We owe them the basic right of having enough time and enough space to grow up 
and be children and make their mistakes and learn their lessons at will. When we thrust children to the fore of our national debate, when we turn the very young into inspiring and media-savvy symbols of this political topic or that artistic moment, we're not doing them any favors. We may take pleasure in seeing a teenager standing on a large global stage talking about the climate, say, but a child really should be in school, learning, until she or he is truly ready to lead. Because having an amen recited after you speak is a privilege. It shouldn't come until you've studied enough, thought enough, lost enough, and lived enough to know what it is you're truly mad about or what it is that you're truly grateful for. That's why wise societies give their school children the time to grow up in peace, far away from the din of the adults and their dysfunctional politics. In today's daf, the rabbis advise us to do the same. And, as ever, we should listen. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope you've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.